0: Hello and welcome to to Dialogue, episode number 106. This interview is with Gregory Puy, one of the best-known bloggers in France, recently cited as the top 70 rising social media stars worldwide by the phenomenal Mark Schaefer. Greg has been working with many major companies on their digital strategy and on digital transformation. Moving to New York soon, I wanted to catch up with Greg to chat about the challenges of digital transformation and to look at how the C-suite needs to adjust. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, author of TheMindset.com, that's T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to quick. Enjoy the show. So, hello, welcome to the Minter Dialogue today in a wonderful little restaurant in the heart of Paris. Uh, I'm with Greg Puy, who is a huge blogger, well-known personality in the web in France, and uh, he's about to move somewhere. So, Greg, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you are, what you're up to, and tell us
1: what is your mindset. Right, so my mindset is, I, I do marketing, and I did marketing because I love sociology on the first place. So I'm very, very uh, much uh, focused on consumer. That's really my mindset. It's not con- connected to uh, digital. It is my mindset way before digital. Beautiful. And so um, what I'm doing is I'm moving to the U.S. in New York because I want to have new challenges, and I want to have be more close to where everything's happening. So that's what I want to do. And what I'm doing here, uh, I'm a consultant, um, and I'm working with um, good big organization to, uh, in the digital transformation basically so it's a lot about seminars and a lot of consulting also and speeches and speeches also yeah that I do um, in different countries like um, at uh, London for Adobe or uh, in August I'll be in South Africa so I'm moving around All right, well that's great so great one of the things that
0: I was going to get into was uh, you have a, uh, a very well read blog here you do it in French you also have one in English how, ex- describe us your ecosystem how, how you publishing ecosystem system, or how do you do all that?
1: All right, so what I do basically is, well, I have my blog since nine years, and what I know now in French is that I'm publishing on my blog, because my, my community somehow is, is French mostly, I have some Americans too, but also from other countries, but now what I do is publishing on other media, uh, like uh, French media, like Les Echos, or French Web, or some other French media, because I, I believe that um, it is also very interesting to, to get another um, another community uh, involved in what I'm saying, whether if I only blog on my blog then you know it's gonna be uh smaller or it's right. gonna be very focused on my community that already know me and I want to go like further
0: right it's funny you know it makes me think of of you know we we' we brought up in the digital space and we we get our own blog we got our community and then there's this whole thing of digital marketing and blended marketing and or these Integrated marketing. Mm-hmm. And, and in the end of the day, what you're doing is kind of what brands need to be doing.
1: Yeah, somehow. I, I, I'm not so much focused on uh, on analytics. I don't even have Google Analytics on my blog. I don't care about how many people are coming on my blog. It's not, it's not my focus. I, I'm not selling any... D- Advertising on my on my blog, so I don't care. What I want to have is people reading me, uh, and the broader uh, the broader people. So I will publish on different uh, media depending on what I'm saying. So it could be Ops for very broad information. It could be on Les for very specific on um, CEO business things, and then on French Web for startups. Um, more digital persons. So depending on what I'm publishing, I will try to, to focus on a specific media. But I really believe that I'm not so much focused on bringing people to me. I want to have. I'm, I'm going to people uh, through different media, and that's true that brands should do that. They always spend so much energy and time and money on the website that they, afterwards they want everybody to come on the website, which is, from my perspective, uh, a mistake. Yeah, a little bit. Of focus on the owned media as opposed yeah. to shared and earned somehow they are focused on their own media, even though they will focus on the Facebook page, which is not exactly own media, it is their own space in the media that they don't own, basically. Um, but what they do is, yeah, again, they will reproduce the website on, on Facebook, which is not always a good decision. Well, pretty much no, never. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. All right, so one of the
0: latest uh, podcasts, uh, sorry, i um, Post that you wrote, uh, you can't help but you know raise your eyebrows. Uh, is uh, social media has been lying to you? Yeah. So I
1: would like you just to tell us the, what the principles behind that post. Well, the thing is that a lot of um, things have been told on social media. Um, and, like, uh, you've got fans, you've got a community, how to handle your community your brand community, uh, that um, you're going to have uh, free media, um, you're going to have, I mean, you're going to do amazing things on, the, on on social media, you're going to have an amazing ROI, you're going to find new customers, and all this blah, 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 blah. is lie. And Well, that is not the first time that I'm saying it, but I I, I was just trying to help people saying you don't have a brand community. First thing about what is a community, a community is a group of people that are organizing around values. You don't even know what your brand values are, so how do you want to handle a community? So what you have on Facebook is not a community, and they are not fans. They are enthusiastic. if you like, to call them a certain a certain way, but they're not fans. A fan is a very strong word and the problem is that brands are behaving just like they have a community and fans which means that they're only talking about themselves and they are really after how many fans that they've got and everything is I mean, that, that's just a, a bad way of doing it the good way would be to go into vertical communities, a vertical community is a community on the subject and they should try to get in an existing community, try instead of trying to get their own community, which is possible, but that will take a lot of time and a lot of energy, and not just opening a Facebook page. Do you feel that there's also a vindication of what you're saying based on the,
0: the latest, uh, specifically the latest changes that Facebook has been doing in terms of throttling the audience? I mean, so the, 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 the promise of social media also, it so happens,
1: is really the dust is off. Yeah, somehow, I mean that's very funny that um, brands are always trying to do uh, money and to do business right that's what they're trying to do and they didn't see that coming that Facebook was trying to do business too and so Facebook is always talking about the 1 billion 1 billion uh, uh, 200 million people and trying to to make brands believe or marketers believe that they're going to be able to reach those guys when they can't even reach their own fan, um, and well, that's just logical because from Facebook perspective, well, they, they try to to catch the, the marketers through the Facebook pages and then saying, well, if you want to contact your fans, then you have to pay, and that's pretty much logical on the Facebook perspective. But for brands, it's just like. Um, the wake up call. Uh, and now, yeah, for brands that have more than 500,000 fans, they can have a reach of less, in an average, 4%, which means that they, they are reaching 4% in average of their fans, which is pretty much nothing, especially compared to emailing, for example.
0: Yeah. When, when, um, when you look at that, you, there are two things that it makes me think of. One is, should brands be more focused on mass media or, and, should brands be more focused on actually creating de facto
1: values? Well, I I do believe that... Well, I, I... first I will not oppose mass media to digital uh, I think both are relevant uh, I'm not like uh, such a guy who are saying that TV is dead or I think broadcast is kind of dead but um, or is dying somehow uh, but I'm not saying TV is going to be dying or I don't think we should always you know consider TV is dying or TV is bad or mass media is that bad I think mass media is great to, um, to create um, knowledge uh, around the product around a brand but you will never have will have to f- to think about what people are going to do, which means um, they're going to search online, has their friends, uh, and then they want to have personal information. And when I'm saying personal, is not only having an email with your name into it, but something much more personal. Right. So then it's about Relevant, yeah, exactly. But then it's about privacy and data. And the whole fight is there to me is like, how do you want have uh, relevant advertising when people don't want to share their information? So I think that's where it begins to be interesting um, to, uh, to, to give people what they want, which means relevant information and um, not only relevant, but uh, personalized information. Uh, but not being too much intrusive uh, at the same time. you are going to find that nice balance. So, Greg, when you are, you're talking with these large
0: companies you're working with here in France, give us an idea of the type of assignments. Do you feel like they've evolved,
1: the assignments you're getting? And tell us what you're up to. Well, th- the problem is that my um, the people that I'm talking with uh, in France are mostly marketing directors. Um, depending on the organization, right? Um, and the problem is that um, most of the organizations that I know, uh, they want to have a digital transformation, most of them. They did understand that digital is huge and they have to go that way. But the problem is that somehow they do that Um, Not because they want to, but because they have to, and it ends up with um, creating a Facebook page, creating an app because they have to, because they have to to be on Facebook, they have to be to create an app, they have to be mobile, blah blah blah. But they don't really believe it, and so they are trying to. Why don't they believe it? Because it's so much, I mean, it's so much nicer to, to do it the old way. So you have this very uh, well-known sentence, but we've, we've always done that that way, which is killing everything. So what brands missing usually is a vision, a, 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 huge, mission, a huge vision which changes everything, a, a vision around consumer, a vision around business. To my perspective, business is a consequence of what you're doing. It's not a goal mm-hmm. for most brands business is a goal and especially for shareholders uh, and I know that it's, it's struggling uh, <laughs> to have that vision Another balance. but then it means to change the organization to change uh, the way uh, digitally is integrated also we have digital team mostly but digital team is only a digital acceleration team it's not like a digital team that is going to do everything about digital which happens most of the time with marketers uh, in brands that I'm working with um, you have to change the way people work together you have to, to change the, the segment uh, you have to change the way the bonus are made because the bonus are still made on the old-fashioned way, which means that they are not going to go digital. So even though you are explaining to them, well, digital is that, digital is changing that, you should go that way, they're not doing it at the end of the day. So
0: I, I hear you. And um, so upping the, this level of points, so we're talking a lot with digital marketers, mm-hmm. I would like to put up two other little ba- balloons up there which we can shoot at. One of them is the C-suite, and the other one are agencies, How do you look at those two balloons?
1: Well, agency. I've been working in agencies. Um, What is interesting is that the the transformation is even bigger for them, and they are struggling a lot. For themselves. uh, For themselves. Yeah, for (laughs) themselves. And the problem is that, well, it is interesting. So I was working in a huge agency, uh, a digital agency, and I had this discussion with my uh, uh, ex-CEO, and he was telling me, well, Greg, so... As you're sharing everything that you are thinking on your blog, what is your value? And that was such an interesting conversation because it was like I was like, yeah, but my value is that if I'm sharing things, then people will come to me to do business. And that's where my value is, basically. And he couldn't understand that... Well, generosity would be an underlying value. Exactly. And he couldn't understand that because, to his perspective, if you keep your information... You know, this very old-fashioned way of doing business. The information is the power, so you will not share it. And that's how we were doing business. And now we are saying, well, you should share your knowledge because if you share your knowledge, then people will come to you. Well,
0: you pushed back. You know, the issue is well the vision and the values of the brand and so when we went back upstream before talking about well, what do we need we need vision, we need values but if those values are, are maybe more intellectual you know, we're, we're high quality we are about innovation uh, but there's less humanity and less palpable human values in them then how does that come across or how do you, how do you then translate that into a, a, a digital strategy?
1: well I think people are making a lot of uh, blah blah around digital um, digital is not so much it 's not so much complicated uh, i I try to make it very simple usually um, and to come back to the agency, usually they are trying to make things very complicated for um, for the brands not to understand it, uh, and so they can sell a lot of uh, <laughs> consulting. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Chris Brogan the other day he said his uh, six year old teacher Cameron kind of Tragen or something he said. If you well, yeah, Just speak to me as if we were I'm a six-year-old. Forget yeah, all the complicated exactly, stuff. Yeah. Make it easy. So what I'm saying about digital, usually the, the way I'm explaining it, uh, is digital is just like a pen. So you know how to write, but you're not someone who is writing novel, and I'm not asking you to write novel. But there's no such thing in the company as uh, a team who knows how to write and the other who don't. And with a pen, you can do so much things, so much, so many things. You can, um, I mean, um, how do you call that? You know, um, do sketch a cassette? Is it?
0: Oh, you, you can. Oh, yeah. You, you, uh, you, uh, you mean uh, rewind a cassette?
1: Rewind a cassette. No, wait, 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 we're, all, we're showing our age here. Those cassettes. I know. I know, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, you can put it in your hair if you have long hair and you woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can write novels. You can write a sketch, You can Actually, you can undo kryptonite locks. Yeah, exactly. You can undo like logs, you can write on the walls, you can do a lot of things. And digital is pretty much the same. So we're not asking you to be uh, developers or to be a specialist, but you, ha- you have to do digital. And digital is going to be everywhere anyhow. So sorry, I'm like okay. <laughs> going... <It's great laughs> I'm going. I didn't. Answer, I didn't answer your question. But to go back to the agency, um, I feel that um, what we are expecting from agency now is um, to do integrated marketing. And what I've seen is that no agency is able to um, to do integrated marketing, which means having everything connected. What you have mostly is about ego, and um, the ego of creative person is doing TV still, uh, because they like to see themselves the on TV. Exactly. And creative in agency are very huge. Uh, they've got a lot of power and they want to see themselves on TV. So so if you're a brand what do you, what do you recommend? Um, I would recommend to work with different agencies um, and uh, to make them work together which is not an easy task but if you have a good brief and a good uh, consumer insight, um, and it's pretty clear for, for the agencies, then they might be able to work together. And um, even for these groups, like publicists, for example, uh, they have a lot of agencies, but it is, it is not true that they're working together. Uh, they hate each other. The internal uh, competition. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of internal competition. So even the groups won't help. So what you have to do is making sure that everybody's working together, like the peer team, the digital team, the, agents, the ad agency, the media agency of blah love
0: all right so i'm gonna you know throw this one back out is in a large corporation if i'm a brand working for a large one which we might know personally you and i very well yeah. um they have enough challenges within their own company of getting themselves together and you're asking them to federate a, a bunch of cats that are outside that are independent yes. albeit you know suppliers well the, the
1: for this corporation that we're talking about, um, (laughs) Plum (laughs) is... Plum is that... First, you have to do a brief. Well, a lot of agencies still are um, trying to make money through uh, the um, deal that they've got with media, and they will uh, propose you if you don't if you don't pay attention, they will propose you things that are not relevant for your brand, but that are relevant for their business, uh, because a lot of uh, companies are trying to uh, uh, shrink the the margin, uh, and so what the, the agencies are doing is trying to get the margin back through uh, the media that they're buying. So. You have to be very careful on what they are doing. A lot of brands still are doing like copy. I mean, a lot of groups that are doing a lot of advertising are doing copy paste of media plan. It sounds silly, but that's what they do. They are buying so much GRP, much more than what is needed. So just be careful on what you are buying and understand what you are buying. A lot of people, they don't even. Uh, so they're so not even able to, to describe what the GRP is, which is kind of sad when they're buying that every day. Uh, but that's the reality of marketers. Yeah, another, thing, another discussion I was having with a friend the other day was um, from agency side, talking about
0: video and uh, the repurposing of video. So we do an ad, 30 seconds, beautiful, pay a lot for it, must maximize it. So you slap it on to a pre-roll. And, and of course, the first five seconds of of an ad are not necessarily the most appropriate yes. five first five seconds of YouTube.
1: Totally. So the problem is that. TV was made on a narrative um, perspective as what you were doing is creating a story where the, the story was getting bigger and bigger, I mean for 15 seconds or 30 seconds. And on digital, if you're not interested in the four, uh, the first five seconds, you're out. And what happens is those uh, pre-roll is that you hate the brand who's doing it because it's so much intrusive. That and you, 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 you have to watch it and you, like, you're like you pissed off and that's very interesting that it is a counter-effective advertising which means that it is even worse than doing nothing um, because if you do nothing, it's going to be fine if you do that, people might hate you for av- avoiding them to watch the video that they actually want to see and if you're boring uh, on the top of it which happens with TV ad usually because they are so much focused on product um, it's it 's really worse well, so, uh, do you to, to what
0: extent do you believe that there, there's a, a lack or lesser patience when you 're
1: watching on YouTube than a on Tf or you know on television yeah. well I think yeah maybe we 're going to get used to uh, those ads on YouTube, but um, I think that the time is shrinking and peop- everything's going fast very fast and uh, you, you have less time on uh, on the on the web. On the web yeah. um, there there on, is a feeling like we've, it's a different behavior. Yeah. So I um,
0: want to go... You just uh, published today uh, an article, congratulations, Thanks. in Ange Les Echos,
1: about digital transformation. Tell us about this article. So, yeah, what, what I was trying to explain is... <clears throat> well, I, I talked a little bit about that already, but that if you don't have a vision, y- you can't do anything. And by vision, I'm meaning something very strong that's going to how people understand within the industry, within the company, what their personal role will be in this vision. And most of companies don't have that because most. I mean, when we are talking about the, you know, this digital um, um, interface. Not interface. No, 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 no. Uh, people who are not digital. Uh, um, Analogues. Neanderthals. No, the uh, fracture. Fracture. Uh,
0: a division, a division division, yeah,
1: we mostly think of uh, the modest people, but honestly the this this thing is mostly with the higher level, the CEO who thinks that digital is yeah, you know that 's nice uh, for teenagers, uh, but show you stuff is not on digital yeah. that 's really what they believe I mean deeply um, and no, that's the whole level of mistrust or yeah, def- defiance it's not even. It's not even that It's even worse than that It's more like This is like yes, Not inter- so This is for kids totally, yeah. yeah It's not like Very interesting It's not very um, res- Relevant Digital is, yeah, I mean, we know we have to do that, like funny video on YouTube and blah, 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 that's it. They don't have, like, this strong vision. And that's why when you have an industry that is it's mostly because it's mostly by people that are coming from digital. Not because they are more clever, not because they are more, like, fantastic or whatever. It's just because that they have a different mindset, a mindset where they are very uh, fast-paced uh, decisions. They are very focused on consumers. They are trying to reduce the frictions of consumers. And that's why they are uh, succeeding. Whether classic classic business are more into, I want to keep my margin as they are, so I'm not going to change unless my business is shrinking. But the problem is that when your business is shrinking, it's already too late because the the, the decision um, process uh, within large companies is so long that they can't really react or they will react the bad way. So my article is ra- really about the mindset. It's really about uh, a vision and um, the education that you're going to have uh, on, the, on the people, the way you're going to transform the, um, the the organization but the way people work together um, also um, the way you're going to make the bonus uh, everything that I would talk about really uh, at the beginning of of the of the so podcast
0: let's say let, let, if we just practically speaking we're we're at the beginning of a digital transformation mr Puy
1: and help me there's so many choices out there how do you get that ball rolling All right. so the first thing I would do is go back to the basic I mean whenever you're lost um, I feel that going back to the basic that's what you do as a person you go back to your parents or your friends your old friends uh, well, for a brand that's pretty much the same. What, when you, whenever you lost, you'll go back to, to the basic, knowing what is your sense of purpose. Most of the, com- of the marketers don't even know what the sense of purpose are. Go back to the values. Um, if you go back to Kodak, for example, when uh, George Eastman created Kodak, he wanted to make the photo the more accessible possible. When they created the, the, the digital camera, they did understand digital, uh, but their perspective was... Okay, digital is there, we invented the digital camera, but we are chemists. And our jobs, they, 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 they were misunderstanding the what and the why. So the what was doing films, because they were chemists. But the why was, we want to make photo accessible. So what they did, they invest all their money on uh, sharing platforms. But it was very, I mean, too soon, people wanted just digital camera. And they didn't get it, because they were... They didn't understand the the difference between what and why. And most of the companies or marketers, they they don't understand the difference between what or they confound both of them what and why. So go back to the basic and then have a vision around that. How can you help consumers? Being very much consumer focused, which means, I mean, most of the time employees are more focused on their own career. Then on, the, on their boss, because their career is connected to their boss, then on their colleagues, and then on the consumer. Well, actually, I, I throw the products in the middle. And and, and yeah, and the products, the products yeah, yeah, sure. The but the consumer is not, I mean, everybody, I mean, it's very funny to see people saying, yeah, we are consumer focused, or blah, blah, blah. And when they're thinking, okay, so what is the consumer pass, uh, pass to purchase? Well, a consumer doesn't have a path to purchase, they have a path, not a pass to purchase. A path to purchase is already. It's not because that's... Con- it's, it's already too brand-centric. And all the models are... And even though consumer path to purchase is already consumer-centric, right. supposed to be, and a lot of companies don't have, don't even have this model. So, and for, from my perspective, um, it's a lot about models, how people work together. So change the way people work together, change the vision, understand what the central purpose is, uh, the visions are, and then we're going to find out how you can handle digital it's not just b- about being on facebook being on twitter being on snapchat or whatever this is bullshit this is like um the bad way of taking digital all
0: right so um greg you're a sociolo- you have a sociology as a desire i want to yeah. say you're a sociologist I love that. would you not i mean i i, I think there's a, a thing we should be uh, talking about maybe drumming a drum which is bringing anthropologists and sociologists into business
1: do you see any companies doing that I do see a lot of companies doing that, and especially agencies. Um, I really believe uh, that um, sociology and uh, anthropology are very, very important. When I was saying go back to the basic, it's also going back to the human nature. Back our cave. Yeah, no, but going back to the human nature, going back to the human uh, real, reality, and understanding why do people share online, for example, or what is the ego thing. And I do a lot of, uh, not a lot, but still, I'm trying to do a lot of interview of sociologists uh, Sociologists to better promise that not so many sociologists are interested into digital but some are and that is very interesting to discuss with them about why do people share online why do people uh, do that and one of the explanations is well we are in a society where we are completely lost Uh, we are anonymous everywhere whether we were used to have a a family uh, we were used to be in religions we were used to, to live in small villages where everybody know you and now you are thrown in a huge city where nobody knows you and you're just like lost and don't have any values and that's also why people are so much into sales uh, when they have dates like in France for example uh, they are so much into, into this uh, movement uh, that you can see uh, they like to be uh, fans or and that's very interesting to understand those movements uh, because if you don't understand that then maybe you're going to misunderstand uh, how you can do marketing I want to give a little plug to my friend Thierry App and NetExplo I don't right. know if you're familiar with that but you
0: know yeah, yeah, with Bernard sure. Katla and, yeah, yeah, exactly. and really sociology is the heart of that and I think we should bring that to, we'll bring that to New York Greg, when, we are, when we talk to you about, about that in a second um, one, of the, one, one other question which is um, when we're talking about digital transformation
1: how do you define the role of the CEO uh, the, well the CEO is the one who is leading basically so he has to have the vision And he has to, um, well, there's something I didn't say and it is so much important. I I don't even know how I could forget that. he is the one who should listen to the consumer um, to show how he is listening to the consumer this is so important um, the guy from Free for example in France is doing, Xavier Nel is doing that a lot uh, listening to the people he is receiving every, every now and then uh, people from I mean nowhere into the executive committee to better understand how these guys are thinking and Anybody, and that is in so it's ver- the empty chair uh, version in French. Yeah, it's got a, the empty chair, and it's got also this. He's trying the services that he, the company is launching. It's sounds silly, but most marketers so just don't silly. do. Steve Jobs was all about that. Yeah, totally. And it seems silly, but a lot of marketers don't do that uh, themselves. So. Um, uh, his role is giving the vision uh, and showing, uh, showing what people should do. And for example, we are talking about uh, going on Twitter. I think a CEO should be on Twitter at some point. Not like everybody, like everyday tweeting, but being involved and answering to people And because that's how you understand the, real, the reality of consumers. Uh, so that's, that's a little shout-out to uh, Nicolas Borda and Tweet
0: Bosses. We're good on that. So, um, Greg, you're going to New York. Um, tell us a little bit about it. We just want to finish up on that. What do you, what's, what's your project in New York? That's very exciting.
1: Yeah, it is very exciting. So w- what I'm planning to do is um, being a consultant there. Um, um, I will focus on luxury, I believe, because I work a lot with luxury brands in France. And I really believe that there's a, lo- I mean, there's a, a lot of things that have to be done within the luxury industry, um, and um, that's what I want to do. Um, so I will arrive there, I, I believe, uh, mid mid of July, uh, and I will try to uh, meet people because that's how business is made at the end of the day and uh, trying to make my voices uh, existing in the U.S. also. Well, I'm sure there's a place for that. So, Greg, in terms of luxury brands, then uh, who do you think is
0: are, you know, are showing the good example in that, and maybe if you want to throw out the other one, who need the most help
1: Well, a lot of them need help because most of them don 't listen. I mean the basic truth of the digital I believe is well most of i mean I was saying a lot of brands are not i don 't have any vision on on on, on digital. It is specifically true on on luxury brands um, because they are so much into uh, the savoir faire and uh, all and the this. creative director is and king. And, right? Yeah, exactly. And these guys are not so much into the tool. But when going back to the to the creative, a, a creative guy, when you ask where where is your inspiration coming from, it will always say, "Well, industry, blah blah." I'm, I'm guessing that none of them, or a very few of them, are going into Pinterest and just watching what people are pinning, because that is the street, basically. That's what people are dreaming, the inspiration, what they like. Um, but most most of them, they just don't do it, um, so this is a basic thing. But um, to go back to the, the brands that uh, are very good, uh, well, I think there's none, but... Um, uh, I, I'm I'm really enjoying what um, Hermès is doing, even though they are not so much digital. Uh, I really think they have this uh, l- freedom of doing uh, interesting things uh, within digital. Uh, then you have Old Burberry, uh, not for uh, this shop in London that I, I I'm not so much a believer of that because they just put. Screens everywhere. I'm not really believing that it's it's helping sales at the at any point, but well. Uh, but I really like the way they, um, they they went into uh, Pinterest. They created this uh, trench uh, operation, and that was very clever. Yeah, yeah that was very clever. And Hermès, what do you like in, in what you've seen and what they've done? Is it is well? What what I like about Hermès is the tone that they are using. They are very. Um, well, what you, what you see with luxury brands usually is they are, is they are trying to, to create a distance. They are saying, well, we are luxury brand; we have to be distant. The mystique. Yeah, the mystique. And and uh, the reality is you don't have to be that way. Uh, what you have to be on digital is exactly the same way as you would uh, deal with a consumer in a boutique, uh, basically. So. You don't respect someone because he's distant. You respect someone because he knows things and he's got this uh, savoir-faire again, uh, which is very strong. Um, You don't have to be distant to get respect. And that's what most of luxury brands didn't understand. They are trying to create this uh, false distance somehow on luxury. And what I like about uh, Hermès is that they are not doing that so much. They are very, very close to the people um, and they are very funny and they are playing with their own brands. They are pretty sure of themselves because they know that their uh, know-how is very strong. Mm-hmm. all right last question if you Greg, Greg uh, who's your role model well I have several role models but uh, I would say Philippe uh, Bourguignon he's a French guy so I like him very much because I, I know his family and I know his daughter uh, pretty well um, and I really like the way uh, well this guy is uh, was um, working at Disney he created um, Disneyland in, in France and at some point, so he was working in the U.S., uh, and at some point he was going to be number two of Disney Worldwide. And the uh, thing is that he refused that because his wife wanted to go back to France. And the way he decided things was not so much business focus; He's a real good man, you know, like values, and the way he rose his children, the educa- he educated them, is to me very, very interesting, because they are very, very humble, very simple, but not like in a false way, which would be worse uh, than being, uh, but like very truly humble. I, I remember the story where um, Emily, a daughter, uh, she, um, she sent a resume at uh, Disneyland in France, and so they received her at, uh, for the interview and say, well, it's very funny. You have the same name of our CEO. And she said, well, yeah, it's my, it's my father. And they were like, so what exactly are you doing here? Why do you have an interview? She was like, well, I mean, that's how you get a job. I mean, I, I'm not going to ask my father. No nepotism. Yeah, I, I'm not going to ask my father. And I thought that, I, I mean, that's just a little story, right? But I thought it's, it's very interesting the way that we're educated, and that's, how, that's why he's my role model somehow. Beautiful. Well, uh, Greg, I, I, um, it's great
0: to get to know you, and, and thanks for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, in, the, in a world where there's a, a lot of these experts are running around, what, what I really appreciate about you is your generosity and, uh, and your humility, and it really comes through. So, uh, Greg, thanks for being on the show, and um, really good luck in New York, and let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Thanks very much. <laughs> thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minta Dialogue Internet Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please rate it in iTunes and don't forget to click the handy Facebook like button or to tweet it out. In the meantime, please come join the conversation at The Mindset or catch me on Twitter at M-D-I-A-L. Happy trails.